Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to our seventh day of the Fruit of the Spirit series. We are having so much fun. I'm here with my friend Sasha Star Robertson. She loves the Lord. She loves family. She loves moms. And if you are a mom who loves Jesus, she would love to actually help you, to help you cultivate balance, to work with you. So you can find some information about her and her company, Intentional Abundance Co., through the link in the description. If that is tugging on your heartstrings, start that conversation. Don't wait on that because she would love to be there to help you cultivate quiet times with the Lord, to help you invest in him, to help you find balance. That is her heart. And you can see it as we've been talking through the fruits of the spirit. It has been so fun to deep dive into each one of these. What is the fruit of the spirit? Where does it come from? How does it show up in our lives? And today is the last one as we are diving into this idea of self control. So I'll get us started today. We're in Galatians 5 verse 22 and I'm reading from the ESV. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So as we are diving into this concept of self-control, Sasha, I know you had a lot of really neat insights if you'd be willing to share. You know, I love self-control because I think it's kind of the summary and I think it's very interesting that it comes last in this list of fruit from the spirit, because I believe this self-control, it's, it's ability to master our desires and our appetites. It's self-discipline and almost this self-governance that we have. And it's the ability to choose the fruit of the spirit over the fruit of the flesh. Anytime we encounter different circumstances in our life, different even feelings and emotions that come up, we can come back to self-control and choose how we're going to respond to things instead of react to things. And I love this verse in first Corinthians chapter nine, starting at verse 24, um, this whole passage. And it says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as when beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified and Wow, what a verse that is. What a passage that is. But one of the things I love about this is that it talks about, I discipline my body and keep it under control. Some translations even say, I make my body my slave. And in terms of our body, this encompasses our mind and our spirit and choosing, going back and choosing that spirit of God, the fruit of the spirit and not the fruits of the flesh. I love that being proactive, 
being with an intentional response rather than reactive to a situation. And for me, it came back to 2 Timothy 1, starting in verse 6. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. We get to choose where we are grounded and rooted each day. Is it in the world? Is it in ourselves and our own actions? Or is it in the Holy Spirit and grace and promise? And I know um, you had made the connection that it's really tying back to what we saw at the beginning of this whole section. If you wanted to share Galatians 5 verse 16. It says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And I just see in verse 24, we have been crucified in the flesh and passions of the flesh. And both of those verses just tie so well together. And so looking at everything within there, looking at, like we talked about earlier this week, the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the flesh and contrasting those and realizing that this whole section between 16 and 24 can be looked at together as one giant thing, not just looking at the fruit of the spirit as it's standalone, but also as the antithesis to that fruit of the flesh. Yes, because they are opposite. They are contrary. And he says that the flesh, just like you said in verse 24, those who belong with Christ Jesus, you have faith in him. That's you, my friends. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So that whole long list of hard things, of icky things, things including anger or jealousy or envy, that stuff has been crucified. It's been nailed to the cross. Christ paid for it, which is beautiful. And we've talked about this several times, that idea of your sanctification, your daily walk, that it's gonna be a consistent growing process that we will mess up. But salvationally, in terms of justification, it's all been paid for. It's all been crucified with Christ. And now through Holy Spirit in us, through being grounded in that identity in Christ, he's gonna grow self-control in our lives. So as we're going on that daily walk, we're gonna see the fruits of the Spirit more and more and more. And I know Sasha had made this beautiful connection because we see the fruit of the spirit here in Galatians, but it's also touched on again, almost in its entirety in Colossians, if you want to share that. Yeah. I just love how Colossians three touches on so many, like you had said of the fruit of the spirit. Of course, we see each one of these love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, like littered and, and sprinkled throughout all of scripture as a reminder, but Colossians 3, starting in verse 12, um, 12 through 17, but I'm just going to read um, a couple of parts of this. It says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And it continues on later um, I think around verse 17 and whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the father through him. And Audrey had pointed out earlier, those, those fruits of the flesh, those are not things that you are able to do 
in the name of the Lord. Those are not things that you're doing and giving thanks to the Father through him. So just a reminder in that and and a reminder that these are not things, especially self-control, that we just need to grip and hold tighter and and knuckle through and um, rely on our own strength to do. But knowing and remembering that these fruits of the Spirit are a gift from God. And if we are ever feeling like we are weak or lacking in any, we only need to seek Him deeper. We just need to go to Him and ask, and He will develop those fruits and continue to pull out those weeds that are the fruit of the flesh. Absolutely. And it really brings me back to kind of in the middle of that section in Colossians you had just shared. Paul wrote, and above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And when we're putting on God's love, when we're getting rooted in his love, reminded of his love by the word, by the spirit, that's when those fruits are going to be able to grow more fully. So put on God's love, his Hesed, loyal love, loving kindness, put it on, allow it to change your identity, your heart, who you are, how you see your worth and your value. And Sasha, I know that you've actually had some really great resources that you've used in your life. Absolutely. So I've shared about how I'm a mom and the fruit of the spirit is our family verse multiple times throughout this. And so I found this children's book um, and it's just entitled the fruit of the spirit. And um, it's a little daily grace book. And of course it's a children's book. So it's full of beautiful pictures and colors and it's been made by the daily grace co you're able to find them on Instagram, um, I believe on Facebook, I think their website is just the dailygraceco.com. I'm sure Audrey will drop a link in the description of this, but it's just a beautiful book that that further develops these fruit of the spirit in your children. It has these uh, some of these verses that we've even cross-referenced today. And while you're there on their website, I encourage you to check out their verse memorization cards because it talks about the fruit of the spirit. And again, cross references different verses throughout here. So if this week of jam packed deep dive into the fruit of the spirit, um, hasn't been enough for you or something you want to go back and revisit, these are just really great resources that we found to utilize in our home, to remember and keep these planted in our hearts and on our minds as we go about operating in our daily lives, loving on each other, and just really plugging into all this goodness that God has for us in the fruits that he's given us through his gift, the Holy Spirit. Simple like that. So I'll put that link in the description. I'll also have links for you to find and connect with Sasha. If you've enjoyed this week as much as I've enjoyed recording this, <laughs> it's been so much fun and you want to connect with her, I will make sure to put her information so you can go find her, connect with her, follow her and see her heart for intentional abundance that we only get from the Lord. Intentional abundance in these fruits of the spirit. So Sasha, any closing thoughts? I just have a hope and a prayer that this week has spoken to you and really poured into your spirit as much as it has mine. I know my soul has been refreshed as we've gone through this deep dive into the fruit of the spirit. And as someone who has this as a family motto and a family verse and, and everything that I've shared about this week, 
I just know that it has been such a blessing to myself and my heart. And I know that I will continue to see these fruits grow and develop in my family. And so I am just praying that over you. And I hope that God uses this to bless you as much as he did myself and Audrey and Audrey. I want to thank you so much again for inviting me, for allowing me to come on here and just share my heart and share all of this goodness that God has for us. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your unique voice, the unique applications that God has laid on your heart, the unique ways that he has worked in your heart. We love your heart. We love hearing your voice. And we're excited to hear from you again someday on the podcast. Otherwise, everyone go find Sasha on social media. And without further ado, I will see you tomorrow morning. Thank you.